All right, this is episode 17 of Wickedly in Love, and this is our uh, podcast about our quest to have a family, and if you've been with us along the way, you know that we started uh, because we were uh, having problems getting pregnant, and we broached the subject that not a lot of people want to talk about. My name's Mike Wicket. This is my wife, Lee McNabb. And this is Baby Britain. Because... We last left you a little bit before we were scheduled to have a baby, and lo and behold, we have a baby girl, and she is damn near perfect. Um, She is beautiful, and we're told she looks a lot like Michael, so either you're extremely ladylike, or she's got some masculine features, Uh, but she's currently eating right now. Yeah, yeah, this actually is, I don't know how many podcasts in history have ever featured a breastfeeding baby. (laughs) But our baby girl, Britain is currently enjoying some 625 dinner time thanks to mm-hmm. mom. So if you hear her in the background, uh, it means that she's done or just wants more. Either one. Um, I, I mean, people have been asking. There are a lot of different questions that come in. And first of all, it was, you know, the first, first question we get is, how was birth? Oh, and- that's the easiest part of this whole thing. I will say I'm going to, I will talk about the birth story, but I remember, um, you know, going through fertility things and knowing that I would have these issues and all that stuff and everybody insisting on talking about their birth story. So if that's a trigger for you, here it comes. I just remember not really wanting to hear about everybody's birth story when I wasn't sure I'd ever be able to have one. Right. Um, but it was two, two weeks ago. Uh, it was a Tuesday night. The 22nd of January. It was an ice storm. It was her due date. <laughs> and we, you know, I'd, I felt some contractions, but I'd felt them for weeks. Braxton Hicks had been on and off for weeks. And so um, I'd felt them for a few hours, but they were inconsistent, yada, yada. And finally about six o'clock that night, um, we started timing them. And by nine o'clock, we were at the 511 every five minutes for a minute at a time for an hour. Um, and so you called the doctor. Mm-hmm. Uh, doctor said, yeah, why don't you guys go on in? So we drove to Shawnee Mission uh, Hospital right down the road from where we live. And we, we were brought into one of the triage rooms. And our nurse Courtney saw us. And you were still only at one centimeter. Ugh. And they said, so one, annoying. Ma- maybe one and a half. And they said, why don't you try walking around for a while? So we walked for a half hour doing the laps. And then they came back and they said, Still in a one. And and we would be walking around the hospital. And every five minutes, Lee would have to stop, obviously. If that. And and grab my hand. And my hand would go numb. But it was worth it because I was, you know, I wasn't the one feeling all the pain. But, I mean, it was every five minutes, four minutes. So we did it again a second time. And still, you're only at a one. I was so frustrated. And so they were going to send us home. And you you pulled the, it's an ice storm. I told the nurse, I said, we will sit in the lobby until she becomes a two. And then you can admit us into one of the delivery rooms and give her the damn epidural. <laughs> so finally they decided to admit me, but they weren't going to move along the labor thing. So no epidural, no breaking of the water, none of that kind of stuff. They gave me some medicine that kind of just made me loopy. Um, but I mean, maybe took a tiny bit of the edge off, but I really just, uh, dozed between contractions all night while you took a little siesta. Yeah. We got admitted (laughs) about one o'clock in the morning. Um, and 
I think by about two o'clock after the drugs had kicked in a little bit for you, you Lee tells me, she says, you, you have to sleep. Yeah. And I said, I would if I could. I mean, I was, pre- I was prepared to stay up all night, but in our birth classes and everything, they said, dad, you got to get some sleep. So I took about a three and a half hour nap and I didn't realize you were having contractions in the silence yeah. letting me sleep. I would just like scream silently, open my mouth and close my eyes and, ah, but with no sound. Um, and, uh, so yeah, I did that until, let's see, you went and grabbed some breakfast and ran into our doctor in the yeah, hallway. Yeah, ran into Dr. Martinez, our doctor around 7.30 or so. And she told me, she said, we're, we think we're going to get this, get this going. So I go have breakfast and I come <laughs> back upstairs. Again, he needed to eat. I couldn't eat, but. Uh, exactly. And I said, what can I do? She said, you have to eat. Just like we taught you in class, you have to eat. So I go down, I eat, I come back upstairs, and there's uh, the doc ordering the epidural. Praise Jesus. Epidurals are the greatest thing that's ever <laughs> been invented in the history of the world. Ever. Go on a little rant here. Why Why would anyone not choose to have an epidural? I don't understand. I don't understand any... I'm not a superhero... I do not need to feel all of the things that Mother Nature would like me to feel. Give me all of the epidural all day long. It was fantastic. About 9.30, the needle goes in by 9.45. Lee's numb. It it broke my water shortly after that, and they were a little bit concerned. There was some meconium in there. And so um, that meant that the NICU was going to have to be present when she was born. But her heart rate never fell or anything, so there was really no panic um and then i just kind of laid on my side with a peanut ball between my legs so i go get lunch basically <laughs> if you've noticed my role so far has been sorry the dog the is dog's wrong. moving into this now my role in this has been getting us to the hospital during an ice storm at 35 miles an hour eating and sleeping right uh so i come back up and about 1 30 the, the doctor checks in i mean i think it's closer to 1 50 personally but she wakes me up i've been asleep after they gave me the epidural and they broke my water i slept until the doctor woke me up at one something and said you know we haven't checked you in a few hours so if you feel any pressure um you know let someone know and so i kind of start to wake up a little more and i say michael you know i think i feel a little pressure <laughs> tell someone i mean i don't really know what i'm trying i'm supposed to feel here right i go get our doctor or our nurse angel Angel. An angel comes in and says, oh, she has hair. You're having a baby. She lifted up the blanket and saw baby's head beginning to poke out. So it's like code not, code t- whatever the code is. They got, we got blankets flying in the room. We got nurses coming in the room. They're taking off part of the table that Lee's laying on, putting on the stirrup things. One leg goes up. The other leg goes up. They're shoving tarps underneath Lee. The nurses are rushing in. It's the NICU nurses. It's the nursery. It's the other. We only we don't have is our delivery doctor because she was just in our room. Checking on me. And I said, okay, I'm fine. And she left and went on to her next patient. So, (laughs) Because there was another patient that was getting ready to give birth about the same time. So we did a test, three test pushes with one contraction. And they said, don't push again. (laughs) Wait for the doctor. The doctor came in, said, let's do one push. Don't push again. And the baby fell out. I was sitting there holding my wife's hand, and all of a sudden, when they said, don't push, she didn't. But, oop, here comes baby Britain into the world. They see a head. They wipe off all the goop. And then, boom, right on top of mom's chest. And, and, and baby Britain was brought into this world at 2.04 p.m. 
on Wednesday, January 23rd. Seven pounds, six ounces, 21 inches and one eighth in length. <laughs> oh. oh, she's hungry again. Yep. Um, and we didn't have a name for her until no. the next day. Uh, they, you know, every time they'd come in, they put, they eventually moved us into a, uh, the recovery room where we were at for two nights and the board remained blank for that first night. And just called her, oh, pardon. Oh, oh, hi. Oh, oh. It's her debut. It's her uh-huh. podcast debut. Yep. And just... then, um, we decided the very next morning, baby Britain was going to be her name, Britain Birdie. Britain Birdie. Britain Birdie Wicket. Family name for the middle name and a name we kind of agreed on for the first name. And mm-hmm. Lee loves uh, going to London. So Britain, but not spelled like the country. Nope. Um, her mom came down from Des Moines. She got there actually as... The baby fell out. <laughs> as the baby fell out, my mother pulled it in the parking lot. Speaking of the parking lot, do you want to tell a quick little tale? Yeah. Because um, it started with my mom pulling into the parking lot. So we get to the recovery room. And her mom, remember it was an ice storm the night before, so about 2 a.m. I went to go move the car. I put the car in the parking spot. It's The, the parking lot is absolutely covered in snow. And the, uh, the, the next... The dog is driving us the crazy The dog's right driving now. me crazy right now. Okay. <laughs> so mom, uh, Lee's mother, Carol, walks into the room and, and says hello and meets her granddaughter. And she says, you know, it's funny. I was parking and there was this car and it was completely double parked. So and I... I Pulled up next to it. I said, boy, that car looks really, really familiar. And she realized that it was my car. And she was telling me that I was completely double parked. I find out later that, I mean, it was snow covered. And I just parked next to the car that was next to me. And I go out to go get the the car seat 48 hours later, where now the snow is melted. And on my car, shout out to whoever did this and put the note on my car. Two days after a snowstorm... At a, at a birthing center. At a birthing center's parking lot. In a birthing center's parking lot, uh, this note says, Nice fucking park job. I'm sorry. Nice parking job. Fucking idiot. So, <laughs> thanks for getting that out there. Um, I gave her earmuffs. Thank you. Oh, she didn't See, like it. She doesn't she like the swearing. Like I know. Um, Nipples hurt. We drove ah. home two days later. Baby has been very, very healthy. Mom has been... Mm-hmm. We're all good. Yeah, we didn't have to do anything out of the ordinary. Mm-mm. And we're very, very happy. She's... Um, I mean, she's perfect. I, As we record this on a Wednesday night, I have to go back to work on, Tuesday, on Thursday morning. Tomorrow and, morning. Yeah, it'll be the hardest leave I've ever had to go to work. Uh, she sleeps pretty well. She gets mom up. Twice a night, and then I take over at about 6 o'clock in the morning. That's kind of been our system. That's going to maybe change a little bit. Maybe not too much here in the onset. Um, she eats really, really well. I mean, really well. She she eats like her mother and has a body like her father. <laughs> lucky girl. Lucky, lucky girl. Her legs are already uh, getting really long. The newborn onesies are starting to get a little bit snug. So Short. Gonna... I mean, not body-wise, just no. length. I know what that's like. I don't. I know what that's like. I do not. Uh, but yeah, my, my mom drove in from Detroit with my stepfather, Dave, and they love her, and she's wonderful, and we have posted lots of pictures, a lot that we won't uh, share with the world because we want to keep it private, but thank you to everybody who has reached out. So many nice comments uh, from people wishing us the best, and she is beautiful, and I, you know, as a proud dad, I never thought I would mm. see... 
and love another little tiny being like this one. And now it's mom and dad and baby and baby dog. Mm -hmm. Mom and dad and baby. uh, And our journey is complete. We'll keep you updated, of course. This is not the end of the podcast. I mean, we're going to... No, I have a happy hour to take her to on Friday. And we have to podcast about baby's first happy hour. We're we're not going to be that couple that keeps her... You know, that family that keeps the baby locked up in a bubble. She's going to experience stuff. So I just want to, you know, thank everybody again. And on another note, to watch the strength of my wife. Aw. No, I'm not done. Oh. To watch the strength of my wife from our troubles conceiving to the realization that we were going to have to go to the doctor and the doctor was going to have to do one or two or three levels to get her impregnated um impregnated sounds weird to get her pregnant <laughs> to get her knocked up um to, to to go through all of that and and to know how hard that was and i don't know what it's like to be pregnant but i watched lee do it and i would never want to do that <laughs> but she was strong i mean she wasn't a crazy pregnant lady she Yay. didn't have emotional breakdowns that would be in the record books I mean, you had a couple, but they weren't anything insane. And to see how strong you have been, you're an inspiration to to people and to women. Listen, couples, you can do this. And this isn't the be-all, end-all. If it doesn't work and you want to adopt and go a different direction, that's a great idea too. But to watch Lee go through this from months and months and tries and tries, how much money we spent to try to get to this point and to, to the where we're at right now and she doesn't get a lot of sleep at night and this baby keeps wanting to feed every 20 minutes i swear <laughs> to god cluster feeding is a thing i love you and i love what you have done you are my rock you are Aww. the strongest member of this family and i think what you have done is phenomenal and obviously i wouldn't be here without you for this but uh, <laughs> i love you i love our baby britain i love our family and um yeah, I don't know if we're going to... I don't know what, what's going to happen, but you can be damn sure that I'm going to dedicate the rest of my life to the two of you. So, yeah. Thanks, Dad. Yeah, she is... Pouty-lipped. She's getting some wicked lips. She's asleep. She <laughs> fell asleep. <laughs> All of Bob and Dad's words... Boring. And baby Britain fell asleep. So thank you for listening to this one. We'll have more. We'll keep you updated. I stole a lot of the final two minutes here. If you want to add anything, you can. No, I All love right. you. I love you, too. Thanks for listening.